Hey, welcome to the 1826 podcast. My name is Joe and I'm the leader of the 1826 young adult community here at Faith Chapel. I just want to let you know really quickly, we meet every Tuesday at 7 p.m. in our church lobby. I encourage you to check us out on Instagram at 1826FC so you can kind of get a feel for what we're about. Without any further ado, let's dive into the message. Last week we had um, my dad, our pastor, with us. It was super, super encouraging. I hope you were encouraged by it. And um, really casting vision for our role in the church. And that's, that's always a, a really cool thing to hear. And it was awesome that we got to, as a, as a group and as a community, pray over our pastor and, and the importance and significance of that. And um, it was just a, it was a really cool week, one of my favorite weeks. It's the first time that he's ever been with us. So um, that was awesome. And then at the end, I was like, hey, we're going to have a really big announcement um, next week. And I was like, I'm resigning. Just kidding. And uh, <laughs> everyone was like, no. Um, I was just seeing who liked me and who didn't. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> everyone's like, yeah, sick. Uh, just kidding. Um, but yeah, we, we do have a, a really big announcement. And um, before, we, before we get into the nitty gritty of it, um, I just want to let you know that this is something that we have prayed over that has been um, really, really marinated and thought out and planned. And um, it, it hasn't just been, a, okay, this is what we're doing and this is where we're going next. And so, um, of course, we're going to attach scripture to the vision, right? I don't want to cast vision and not say, like, this is, this is where we're getting this biblically from, you know? And I, I honestly, I go back to this time last year. Um, and you know, it's a new year. We're creating goals for ourselves and you kind of have this list. I'm a huge post-it note person. So I have that. I still have it on my desk as a post-it note of goals that I had written for the year. And, you know, I think we all kind of went into the year super hopeful and super, um, ambitious for what that year was going to hold for us. Um, Hey, COVID is going to end this year, right? Um, things are going to go back to normal. We're going we're gonna to start and get back to this, this place of, of health as a society and, and, you know, the election's over. And so we can kind of finally enter into this time of peace. And so really, I, I think just as a nation, everyone was like, this is my, this is going to be a better, at least it's going to be better than last year, but like I have high goals. And so naturally, right, None of we I hit none of my personal goals for the year, none zero, like literally zero goals, and um, you know when you're not hitting your goals, when you're not achieving the things that you want to achieve, um, it can become disheartening, it can become frustrating, and you start to ask yourself those really real and raw questions of you know is this what I'm supposed to be doing. And am I the right person for this job? And, you know, why isn't the Lord honoring my work? I don't, I don't really understand. And it was actually a moment of frustration where if I can just speak from like a, a more vulnerable place, probably one of the lower moments in my leadership as a person, that, that moment of frustration that had boiled over of, of months of not being able to achieve, that... I had a moment of clarity. And I, I, think, I think we all have moments like this, right? Where, where God has given you a vision. 
and you ask him, why, God, why would you show me that when I'm here? You know, like maybe for you, God, why would you, why would you tell me that I'm going to have a good family someday when the family I'm sitting in is dysfunctional? Or why would you tell me I'm going to be a good parent when I never had a good parent? Why, why would you tell me I'm going to get a dream job when I can't do basic level entry work and nobody at my McDonald's paying job likes me? Why, so why, I'm just curious, why would you tell me that, that you're going to use me for this when I'm down here? Because I don't, I don't get it. And so that's the conversation I'm having with God. I'm saying, God, why would you tell me that you're going to use me to reach a generation of people and I'm basically failing. I felt like I was failing. Why would, you, why would you give me this vision and I feel like I'm still stuck here and I kind of feel like I'm banging my head against this wall, like really, really digging my heels in the same place and I can't move and we're not doing it. And in this moment of, of frustration, I'm like, God, why? I don't really understand. And, and as, as I'm kind of venting or as I'm complaining or whatever you want to call it, I, I really felt like I had this moment or this phrase that kept sticking out to me. And, and I don't know, maybe it was from God, maybe it wasn't, but the, that phrase was, start preparing for the future. And like, whoa, that, that's profound. That's super profound. What does it mean? <laughs> what, what is future? That, that's a hard question to answer. What is the future? What is the future for us? What is the future for you? What is the future... For, you know, who are you going to marry someday? What, what are your kids going to be like? What kind of job are you going to have? Are you in your career job now? We don't really know. And how do we prepare for something that we don't know? And it was, oddly enough, it was kind of the, uh, a short while after where um, I got asked to speak on, on Sunday. And I spoke on Mark 2, which if you were with us from the beginning down at the coffee shop, that's the same passage that we started with. And you're like, what's, what's in Mark 2? Mark 2, Jesus is doing ministry. And Jesus actually, he heals the cripple man. And the story goes that there's this man who can't walk. And his friends go to him. And it's by their faith, not the cripple's man, that they get him to this house. And they knock on the door. And the house is so full that they, they won't let the guy in. And I was like, wow, that's me. I feel like I have been dragging my hopes and my dreams and my brokenness and I've been trying to get to the feet of Jesus and I've been knocking and I feel like every time I've knocked on the door of, of, of an achievement or of a goal, I was met with, there's nothing for you here. It's not going to work today. It's not going to happen right now. And, and so... For me, I'm, I'm, I'm a worker, right? Like my parents raised me in a, in a way of like, just keep chipping, just keep going, just keep, just keep at it. And, and maybe if you knock enough times, the magical space will open up and they'll let you in or maybe you'll, you'll bust down the door, right? But in this story, they really have to change their perspective and they actually level up, they, they go higher, and they, they change their surroundings, they change their environment, they change their thought process, and, and it was in that moment where they begin to, to dig deeper, and I think that's such a parallel for, for where we're at. And over the past six months of, of trying to prepare us for the future, we've really dug deeper into what that looks like. 
and everything we've taught and everything we've talked about and all the events that we've done, they've, they've been laying this foundation of, of future-minded focus where we're digging not just to dig, but we're digging with a purpose. What is that purpose? What do these people do? They finally get to a point where they're able to lower their friend down to the feet of Jesus. And this man who couldn't walk through the faith of his friends is healed. That, that is what we taught on from day one. We said, man, if we could just create a place where we could bring in our friends and we could let Jesus work, that would be amazing. That's where amazing would happen. And that's what I taught on that Sunday. That's what I taught on almost two years ago to the day was let's see amazing work in our lives. Let's bring our brokenness. Let's bring our friends' brokenness. Let's see the brokenness of our community come in and let's just let Jesus do what he does best. Let's let him bind our brokenness. Let's let him heal our hearts. Let's see revival happen in the homes. And then we stopped. And that was the end of that teaching. And it was really, it was really good, if I do say so myself. And we launched into small groups. And that night was great. I will cherish that night forever. Um, but if you keep reading in that, that, just a couple more lines down, basically what happens is, is it says, and then Jesus goes back into the home and he starts his ministry. I was like, wow. I, I feel like that's where we're at. I feel like We've seen really cool things happen. I feel like we've dug deeper. I feel like we've prepared for this next season that we're gonna enter in as a community. I felt like we kind of had a break in between the chapters. And now I feel like God is calling us to go back into the home and model the ministry of Jesus. And so that's what we're gonna do. Um, Tuesdays as we know it will kind of stop for a little bit and we'll go back into the home and we'll start to do life together as a community and we'll start to pray for one another and we'll still create this environment where I think Jesus will show up in really miraculous ways, but it's just going to be different. And I think our heart behind it is that we would have groups that are kind of in the city. We would have groups that are all over our county that are able to reach you know, certain people and that by your faith, you would start to bring people in and they would become new again. I, I love how that story ends. Jesus looks at him. He says, get up, pick up your mat and walk. Just, just walk. Don't say anything. Just walk. I just need you to, I just need you to walk. They'll, they'll know. They'll know. They'll understand. Because everybody's seen you for years. Sit there. They'll, they'll understand. So all I need you to do is take the next step. If you just put one foot in front of the other and it, it, it clicked with me, I was like, that's, that's, that was for me. I, maybe the miracle was not in these goals that we had set for ourselves. Maybe the miracle was God restored things that he needed to restore in 2021 just so we could take the next step. Just so we could pick up what used to hold us down and step into our future. And that's nice, but that teaching was really for the beginning. 
And I'm really happy that we're going to go back to that mission and go back to that vision and, and, and realign ourselves. And, and I do think that what we've done for a period of time has been really, really great. Um, but, but I'm excited to, to realign ourselves. But, but even then, I, I really wanted God to speak into the group as far as what's to come. You know, we had an initial vision. That's, that, that's kind of a, not a past vision, but it's something that we, that we started with. Now, where are we going to go? You know, what, where do we go from here? And so if you, if you have your Bibles, if you can turn to Matthew uh, 27. Matthew 27, verse uh, 50. Um, let me just read this out to you. Uh, first, some context. Jesus is um, about to die. He's just done the most incredible thing that any human will ever do for another human. He's laid his life down. He is um, in, in extreme pain and extreme agony. And um, he's just had the worst day. And um, this, is, this is how the Bible reads in the Passion Translation. Jesus passionately cried out. And then he took his last breath and he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the veil in the Holy of Holies was torn in two from the top to the bottom. And the earth shook violently and rocks were violently split apart and graves were opened. Then many of the holy ones who had died were brought back to life and came out of their graves. And after Jesus' resurrection, they were seen by many people walking in Jerusalem. And you, you go to church on Easter and they do these cheesy plays and the earthquake is always a scene in the play. You know what I mean? Like Jesus dies and then the earthquake and the soundtrack comes on and there's a rumble and the lights go out. Wow. Ah. And then that's it. And then the next scene is like, Jesus is resurrecting. Yay. And this part of the verse gets left out. Then many of the holy ones who had died come back to life like an episode of Walking Dead is crazy. Like nobody wants to talk about that one. Then many of the holy ones who had died were brought back to life and they came out of their graves. And what do they do? First thing they do. And they were seen by the people of the city. That's my prayer for our group. My prayer for the group my prayer for our future is that the dead things in our life would come back to life and your testimony would be seen by the city. My prayer for you is that your life would be so drastically changed that your testimony affects the people around you. That just by living, just by walking, just by taking the next step, people would notice a difference in your soul. My, my prayer is that for people who once served God, who do not any longer, and they find themselves living in this life of, of non-purpose and darkness and shame and unforgiveness and, and no self-worth, my prayer is, is that your dead friends, quote-unquote, your dead friends, would actually come back and experience life again, a life of promise and favor and with Jesus. My prayer is that our city and our generation would come back to life. You know, I was thinking today, someday it's going to be our generation that carries the torch of the future, that carries Christianity as we know it. We will carry the truth 
of the Bible. We will carry out the mission and the calling of Jesus. And I think for some of us, that's probably a scary thought. But it's not going to be the responsibility of our elders or our parents or our grandparents. One day, that will be your responsibility for your family. And so I really want to make sure as we look at our world and we look at the current climate and we look at all the things that are happening negatively towards the faith, I want to make sure that as many people as possible are living a life, a holy life, that that affects many. I want your family to be a walking, living testimony for what the faithfulness and the promises of God. I, I want the crucifixion, which was a message that, that, was, that was carried out by, by many, many people to not die with us, but to be carried on and passed on. And so as we spent the past couple months preparing you for conversations and for homes and for relationships, as we spent the past couple months, I really feel like we're prepared now to enter into that season together where we can grow with one another, where we can spend time in the word, where we are not relying on a good teaching for encouragement, but we're actually equipping ourselves to be in the word daily and bring meaningful discussion to the table. I, I, I see this, um, I, I don't see this as permanent. I, I don't think when our ministry started in 2020, I think we learned very quickly that nothing is permanent. We have changed so many different times in our short little history that any move that we make from here on out, I don't think we should just be comfortable in that. And so I think it's really in the uncomfort that I've started finding comfort. It's in the, okay, it's time to move on to the next thing. It's time to move into what's next. But if I can just kind of tie all this together... I think where we started and where we're going, they resulted in the same thing. The beginning of Jesus' ministry and the end of Jesus' ministry is the same thing. It's people taking the next step. It's brokenness, walking again, and living a new life. It's, it's people who once had no hope. It was literally the dead coming again through the power of Jesus and changing humanity as we know it. That's what I want to be a part of. That's the generation and the torch and the legacy that I want to carry. And so as we enter into a new season, we will have one last um, Tuesday um, tomorrow. Or not tomorrow. You're like, what? Yeah, it's you. I'm just kidding. As we go out um, next week, um, We'll have some more information on, on what group you would like to be a part of and when it's going to meet and um, all that. But please hear my heart in saying that this was definitely difficult. And it was definitely, it was definitely hard. Um, I was telling somebody just last night, everybody that I kind of like, hey, I think God gave me a vision. I think this is, this is where we're supposed to go. They were all like, no, no, that's not, I don't want to do, like, we don't want to do that. Um, are you sure? Like, you know what I mean? And then it was just like, kind of like a, a confirmation thing as that kept happening. I was like, yep, 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 like, this is it. Um, we will still meet once a month. 
um, our, our whole goal is that we'll come together, we'll have really awesome worship nights that we can just be super high quality, that we can really go all out and, and worship together. Um, but my heart is also that everything would pour back into Sunday. And that Sunday is really our, our main source for community and encouragement. And I don't want us to be our own thing. I want us to be a part of what God's doing in our church and the life transformation that's happening here. I don't want, like I said, I don't want that to just be a, an older person thing. I want us to be able to see the works and the things that are happening and, and be a part of it and be able to take that torch as, as it's passed to us. I want us to be seen. I want us to, to be involved. Um, and so I know there's a lot of questions that will be had. I know there's probably a, a ton of, you know, what about this and what about that? Be patient with us as we, are, you know, navigate every, every last detail. But ultimately, we, we really want to get to a place. We're not going to start this way, but we really hope to get to a place where every day of the week there's a community for you. If you're having a bad day and you need something, it's going to be there or it'll be there tomorrow. You know, if, if you are, are in that, that small group setting and, and you need prayer, you have people to go to. You have that fellowship with one another. You're actually doing life with one another. You, you, you know each other. You know what to pray for about each other. You know when something's off about someone else, you know? And, and I really think that that's not going to happen through listening to another message by me or by coming and sitting on our lobby's couch. I think that's going to happen in small, intimate settings. And, um, you know, I'm thankful, um, but it is time to take that next step as we see in the scripture. And um, just as we continue to read in Mark, Jesus goes back into the home. And within that passage... A lot of people questioned it. A lot of people are like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm doing ministry. It's the same thing I've been doing, but now I'm doing it again in a home. And um, so that's the goal. That's our vision. We'll have um, tons of other stuff too. Like we announced last week, going to different conferences. Um, I don't want you to think like, small groups forever and this is it, you know? Um, we're going to make sure to be like really, really in- adamant about finding places for us to meet, whether it's just for hangouts or at various worship nights around town. Um, but our heart and our goal and our mission is to go back into the city with a testimony and have the faith to pull other people in and impact their lives and make a difference in their lives. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for... Uh, this time. Thank you for this group and this community. God, we praise you for this direction and this word. We love you, Lord. We're so grateful um, that you are going to continue to work throughout our community. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Awesome, guys. Hey, thanks for joining us. I hope that message encouraged you. I hope it inspired you. I want to let you know that we meet every Tuesday at 7 p.m. You're free to join us. We'd love to meet you. We meet on campus at our home church, Faith Chapel San Diego. You can look us up online. You can follow us on Instagram at 1826 for more info. We hope to see you soon.